like, no, in England, the bottlers. I, uh, I have no idea. I actually don't know. Like, I genuinely so, don't know. Like, the group of death was so fucking powerful that not a single person survived. They're all gone. <laughs> they, I, I don't know. I don't know. France, I don't know. Germany, Portugal. Portugal, fucking Hungary, the favourites, out. Gone like a flash in the fucking pan. I, I, I don't know what's happening. Also, Chris, are you feeling all right? Because me and Connor were just discussing that this podcast obviously has some kind of voodoo ritual put on it. Because it started, yeah. off, with Connor, it started off with Connor having COVID. And then I burst my ble- bloody eardrum watching the Swiss match. I had to go to bed before penalties came along. So I, I'll give you a fucking play-by-play what happened. So gets the, like... They're all getting ready for penalties, and I'm listening to the commentator talk, show or whatever. Mm. And I hear the door ring, uh, doorbell ring. I'm like, right, I'll get it. I jump up, get the door. It's my brother. He's running in to watch the match with us. I go back to the couch, and I fucking sway and left, right, and center. I'm like, oh, I, like I stood up way too quickly or something like that, because I get that thing where like all the your vision goes blurry and stuff like that when you stand up. Yeah, way too quickly. I was like, "Oh fuck! I really did it this time." I'm like hanging onto the walls and stuff, like like slugging my way back to the couch. And I sit down. And I try to look at like who's taken the first penalty, and everything just—it was like being in a fucking washing machine. Everything just kept spinning and spinning. I was like, "Oh bollocks!" I like, "You know, Reese was taking the first penalty." I was like, I was like <laughs> "What's happening? Like, which end are they down? Like, what? Well, what minute is it? Who scored?" I mean, dad was like, are you all right? I was like, no, I need to go to bed. And like, I was holding on to the first time in my life I've ever used the banister to get up the stairs. I had two oh, hands God. firmly grasped on it. I was like, <sighs> okay, went up, sat down, thought it would be better in bed. Fucking just the room kept spinning like it was a rough night out. And I just... I was listening to the penalties. That's the only thing I could do. I could close my eyes. Bottom of the ninth the here in Glasgow is Switzerland be France in the penalties. <laughs> Whoa, doctor. And they've done it. And Mbappe's missed another one. And like, I, when Mbappe was stepping up to take it, I had to look at the phone and I knew he wasn't going to. I just, I think everybody knew for some reason. Yeah. They had a better fucking penalty in the Europa League final. Yeah. Oh, God. Like... <laughs> That's um, saying something. Yeah, something. I uh, I don't know. I don't know what predictions we can give anymore because every prediction we've given was wrong. Uh, fucking Ukraine beating my surprise package of Sweden. Yeah, <sighs> I watched that last night. Actually, I was delighted because I was like, ah, oh, grand. We're into the twenty seventh minute of extra time. Penalties on the cards again. A bit of entertainment. Nope. No. What's his fucking name? Do- Dovic or whatever goes and scores an absolute world of a header because Victor oh. Lindelof yet again oh my God. fails yet again. to pick up his man when a ball comes into the box. I have been crying out since the start of this Euros <laughs> about how shite Victor Lindelof is as a defender. And it just proves my point. The man couldn't mark a toddler's fucking spelling test. He just doesn't know how to pick up a ball on a cross. He loses his man so fucking easily. It's not even funny anymore. Like you watch every 
every goal that Sweden seed. And here was a big Vicky Lindelof can't fucking find where his man is. And oh, look at that. He's like, oh, Jesus, I've let in another one. Like the man's <laughs> collecting fucking, fucking scratch cards or something. The more goals he lets in, he gets a free fucking wiffle ball. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, Jeff. When's it going to end, Robbie? V- Vicky Lindelof, the 40 year old lady at the back of the bar. Oh, oh, She'd have a better yeah. fucking chance of stopping a cross coming in than Vicky Lindelof's buttering my fucking breakfast roll and fucking stopping <laughs> balls from coming into the box of a Sunday. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You just know somebody who's buttering rolls. Anyway, apologies for that, lads. I just had to get that out because I was there no. screaming at the telly last night and the missus is beside me going, what's your problem? And I'm like, it's fucking Lindelof again, Mark. <laughs> Every time. It's the pink boots. But yeah, not even a fucking shock that Sweden are out with him in the fucking helm. And then obviously, we've got Pau Torres on the Spanish side. Now, to be fair to Spain, Spain are into the quarterfinals, but fucking hell, they bring on Pau Torres and suddenly they go from a nice, comfortable 3-1 lead to a 3-3 draw in the space of a minute. I like, I don't know. Oh. I think the Spaniards, like as much as I thought, and I had Croatia in a few different draws, but... Uh, I they're they're frauds like they I'm sorry they did win now like what five three it ended or something like yeah. that but like you shouldn't like you should be beating that Croatian team with like the defense and Jesus if you want to talk about defenders not being able to mark a toddler spelling test fucking half of the Croatian team are like meals on wheels they can't move <laughs> as quick as the bleeding ball like it's like they were, the, that was the worst. It was actually tough to watch them defend because yeah. any ball that went in, and like even Morata scored. Like of course it had to be Morata that scores. Took hundred yeah. minutes, took a hundred minutes, but he eventually did it. That's <laughs> he's finally found his level of playing amongst the geriatrics mm. of Croatia. Um, and the goal he scored as well, literally just a cross into the box, though and heads that he chests it down like on the six yard line, like for fuck's sake. They I will say it's made for some entertaining fucking football. Oh, <laughs> it's been a days, great, That was a great day of footy. Like that yeah. was that was, that was the, the France nice. Switzerland game. Yeah, yeah. what a fucking yeah. what a day yeah. of football. I don't know if we can really remember it too well. I certainly can't. But what did we think about Belgium and Portugal? Underwhelming, I think, for a mm. game like Torgan's after like fucking putting an unreal goal in. To be yeah. fair to him, yeah. but like apart from that, just Portugal didn't fucking show up at all, did they? No. I mean, like, I think it's overall, poor. poor Bruno had a bad out tournament for Portugal, albeit I'll defend him and say that it's just fatigue at this point. He's just played so many minutes for United mm. and the national team that he just, he's run out of gas. But Didn't like, start as well. I don't know. Like, yeah, like, Diogo Jossa games, and Bernardo so. Silva are kind of, kind of going underneath the media um, witch hunt at the moment, I feel. Yeah. I don't know. It's because yeah. I think, I think it's just because Bruno's been pipped to be up there as one of the best in the Premier League but it's and they don't a bit like unfair. it and they don't like yeah. it when he's not performing it's a bit unfair I think on the man because like he's done so much for United throughout the season and of course he has a bad Euros and the limelight's mm. on him when in actual fact you've got players like Jota and Silva who realistically should be doing a bit more of the heavy lifting considering they're the wingers in the attack for that Portuguese team mm. and Bruno's a deep line playmaker that obviously just couldn't get the service to those players but like I don't know Ronaldo played a good tournament I feel bad for him yeah, why is it always that, like, like Ronaldo, like, he, let's be honest, like, he, he didn't have a good game. Like, he didn't do yeah. much. And in saying that, it was a really poor game. Like, the, like Belgium didn't even 
look like scoring after um, fucking Torgan's goal. So, like, it, it was really underwhelming. But somebody needs to tell that Lukaku fella that even though he's built like a brick shithouse and has legs like fucking the spire, he can go down if people pull on him. Because yeah. too many times he's getting the ball and he's just nailing through cunts. He's just going through. And I don't know who it was. It was, I don't know, it could have been like Ferran Torres or something like that. Just literally holding on to his jersey for dear life like it's a fucking tip tournament when you were four years old. And he was just dragging him down the bloody middle of the box. Like he can go down and get the foul. I wish he would a little more, even though I'm sure he likes to be I don't know, using all that strength to the best of his yeah. abilities. The crazy stat that came out of that game was that they Belgium had one shot on target, and that was Thorgan's goal. Like, and Portugal had twenty three shots and four on target. That's and he had no pathetic. goal for them. Crazy, like, yeah, that's a bit, yeah. And if you were watching the game, like, you wouldn't have thought there was bloody well, like twenty nine shots between the two teams. No. Like, literally, I only remember one shot. Like, here's it's a terrible interesting. game. I'm looking, I'm looking at the stats here. Portugal, Belgium had six shots altogether. Portugal had twenty three, yeah. and only four of them were on target. Yeah. That's mad. And obviously, as you were saying, only the one shot on target for Belgium. So, like, I think overall yeah. the game itself just was built up to be way more exciting than it actually was. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, th- I think Portugal would look back at that and go, they really should have done more. But I always feel, and I was getting that feeling um, watching Belgium, they seem to just mail everybody out of the group stages. And then when they play in the final, like in the round of 16 quarterfinals, semifinals, whatever, they just like, they look kind of, um, I don't want to say shy, but they look kind of out of place. They just don't, they mm. don't attack it as well as they could. Be. I don't know what it is. I'm probably talking shy, but like, no, it's the running team. I understand. I, I agree with you. Belgium always sort of have this sort of big triumphant group stage. Same with the, the World Cup last time. Mm. And uh, they just never really take off then. They're in a 16. But look, now that France, Portugal, Germany are all out, like they're playing Italy in the next round, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, and uh, if they win that, I I would consider them good good favourites now. To be honest with you, but the only thing is that Eden Hazard now is out for the tournament. Surprise, surprise. Oh. <laughs> Were we yeah. ever surprised though? No, no. no. <laughs> also, De Bruyne went off injured, so if those two. De Bruyne those is two actually. I'm looking at it now. De Bruyne is ruled out for the ruled game. Out no. Yeah, yeah. He's ruled so... him and Eden. And to be fair oh. to that Belgium team, without. De Bruyne and then they look fucking useless. Like you, like I don't know mm. what it is, but Lukaku's not talking to the rest of that midfield because they all like to try and put a ball in over the top for him. And as James was pointing out, Lukaku's built like a brick shit house and has the pace of fucking Per Mertesacker in his prime. He is slow yeah. as shit. He needs the ball into his feet and he needs yeah. back to goal. That's where he works best because he's able to keep himself up. He's able to keep that ball in possession and create a chance out of it. But yeah. without De Bruyne and Hazards in behind them, they just don't seem to know what to do as a team. So I feel like they will struggle against Italy, but we, there's been a bit of a running team with this tournament where when there's two big nations playing each other, we've built it up to be an absolute corker of a game and they've actually been quite underwhelming. So mm. I don't even want to say what's going to happen because I, to be honest with you, I haven't a clue. Italy could come out and win 3-0. Belgium could get a lucky goal. I was, uh, I was looking at the table there and um, it doesn't even feel like it's, the quarterfinals anymore like it really like it's just no. everything's gone so topsy-turvy like the czech republic and denmark are playing each other 
And then <laughs> one and of then, those two are going to be in a semi final. I can't get over. I, I hope. I I actually I really like the Czech Republic, but for for Ericsson's sake, I hope yeah. that Denmark beat them and they also beat the English to go into a final. Oh, beautiful because scenes, scenes. English, like oh, I. All right, let's let's address the elephant in the room. Like how the they, fuck have they got how the fuck have they got how have record? they done this? Like how the fuck have they beat Germany? They got two. They got so bad, man. So fucking. They got two goals in their group. England did, and somehow they've come out and gotten two against Germany. They've just like I can't fathom how they've not even conceded yet. Yeah. Let alone make it to a fucking quarterfinal and an easy quarterfinal attack because they've got the Ukraine. And to be honest with you. England could probably play the, fucking the reserves, reserves. Yeah, as Mark Gold was saying. But like, yeah. like, is it a case where Gareth Southgate is an actual genius, or he still is just fumbling his way through a few games, and the quality of his players on his bench are like bringing him through the t- I, tournament? No, I'd be, I'd, I'd be more inclined to say the latter. I don't think he really has I, a, like his structure plan as is. Well. Evan at the back I've talked to you about this before it's literally fucking three center backs two wing backs and two CDMs two holding midfielders that is his setup he plays so conservatively he plays for draws and low scoring games and if even penalties which I don't know why because we all know England's history of penalties I know but, yeah <laughs> god almighty like I don't know like you're I think I do think it is just Raheem Sterling's having a fucking tournament Kane has gotten a goal last night, which will probably give him confidence going forward, especially against Ukraine. But like, no, I, I genuinely think they are winging it through this tournament. I don't, I don't think there's a real structure behind it. Like, you don't really look at them and go, "Oh yeah, this is definitely training ground routines or anything." No, yeah. I think it's very much just fucking Garrett's. Like, right lads, go out there and enjoy yourselves every time you put on an England shirt. He has oh, a chance to score a goal that'll be remembered forever. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> that's literally—I I don't know—it's good vibes. FC at the moment. I'm He's like from, the uh, owl fella at England. the pub that just wants to hang around with the young ones. Like, oh, that old tune, "Sweet Caroline." It's—it's it's a banger. It's like, oh, shut up, Gareth. Three, three lines on his shirt. I remember that. I remember that. Old Lindelof down the back of the pub. Oh, Jesus! Yeah. He's a. And you know what? I just—I like that. We—we've always got the running team being Irish of like oh we don't want to see England go far this tournament I think has taken the piss in terms of their fan base though and how oh they've acted both God. online in the stadiums and outside of the grounds I think they're an absolute disgrace to their country I don't understand how they can support it like I don't understand one minute they can boo Raheem Sterling for taking the knee but then celebrate when he scores the goal and carries him through the yeah, like it's the, just the uh, fact that they were small. booing the German anthem as well like Get the fuck over yourselves. Like, who do you think you are? Like, like yeah. the, if you were booing, like, I don't know. I don't, as we always like dip our toe in the political side of this. And like, we always take it out pretty quick on these episodes. But like, if you were to boo like a country that had worse things going on, like, then maybe it's justified. But like, like you haven't had any problems with Germany since the world war that's been over a couple of hundred years or like a hundred years ago. Like it has been a while, whatever time about it has 80, been. About 80, 80 so years. 80 so years. There you go. My oh, history and maths are so poor, but um, yeah, like, I don't know. They, they, as you said, they should be ashamed of themselves. Like, I only why? bring up this point as well, just because for anybody listening to this and follows me on Twitter that I've seen, a retweet I did and it's basically a compilation of tweets from English fans referring to, there's a picture going around of a young German girl crying 
after they, were, oh, after they I lost. I saw this. I and didn't see it on Twitter because I've quit Twitter. But... And the comments on that picture would actually make you sick. Like, I don't understand how they can, like, these are just people that get up and go to work and have ordinary lives, but they tweet this utter shite oh, and the stuff they've been saying about it. It's, oh, no, it makes you sick. Like, yeah. But yeah, no, England fans, like, they're a decent team, but Jesus Christ, they really yourselves. do love yeah. being, they love making themselves the villains. Yeah, no, they, they love it. I remember I was listening to, um, I don't know if any of you have heard of the Happy Hour podcast. I, I've heard of it, yeah. I was listening to like one of their clips. I wouldn't be that big a fan now, but they were like, they were talking about, and it was so nonchalantly because they were all English, so there wasn't really anybody at the table to tell them otherwise. But they were like, oh, like in my mind, I think like Germany will beat us like 1-0, but I'm putting out on Twitter that will like beat them 4-0 and win the tournament and uh you know nobody can beat us and we're the best country in the world and they were your all man, laughing and i was like what are you laughing about like your man jack may host that doesn't he he's actually it, one of the people that tweeted out in that it, compilation about that 10 year old girl he's like saying how delighted he was to see her crying yeah. and stuff. there like, you go you, so like you're such a big influence and you're just degrading yourself like that for a few what fucking is wrong cheap likes. With you? like grow up grow up you're a grown-ass man i know like, yeah, get pay taxes and wipe your yeah. ass like the rest of us like what are you doing <laughs> but anyways we'll we'll fucking get like get out of that did, did anybody see the poor ukrainian fella's leg oh oh god <laughs> the fact that he had to walk off <laughs> I so, man, but I'd, I'd say any other nation's player, they would have had the stretcher out. Not those Ukrainian fellas. They the Ukrainian were, man. He had the ice pack on, the magic sponge, and he walked off. But uh, <laughs> that fella's leg. I I think it was a red card, but he, your fella for Sweden got the ball, but he flew in at fucking Mach 10, and he looked like he just burst his knee to be honest like it was it was yeah. pretty not in slow motion and of course they just kept showing it in slow motion it was it was pretty rough the um, theme of this tournament is that the camera crews clearly like to show yeah the dramatic they have to compete yeah. with love island now they need some the, drama they really don't they know put the music what... on and everything like <laughs> hey, watch this guy's leg explode. Du, 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 du. <laughs> oh, um uh it's it's a weird tournament now. I I don't even know if we should be making any like assumptions or anything like that anymore because we'll be breaking our leg then if you make any more I know. Predictions. It says a lot about the mentality of these episodes when we've actually decided to turn to politics rather than I know. I know. We don't know. You see, the thing is, we don't have any, like, train to keep riding because they've all gone off the rails. Like, we're like, no. biggest disappointment, Spain. Spain to the quarterfinals. Uh, surprise package, Sweden gets beaten by Ukraine. Uh, final, yeah. Germany and Italy. Germany are out of the competition. Like, I don't even know anymore. I just hope... Yeah. The, I don't even know who to support anymore. Like, who who are the Swiss playing next? Spain. Oh, I think the Swiss. Now I have them. I have Spain in the sweepstakes, so I'm kind of I'm, I'm rooting for them, and I've rooting also got Italy them. in another sweepstakes, so I'm rooting for them. So it's Spain and Italy, my two compadres going forward for the rest I, of the. Yeah, I think the Swiss could beat them. 
Like I think they could as well. They put yeah, up. I mean, but like you're looking at the fucking French game. Like they're three one up. Pogba's after putting a fucking oh my goal, sweet as a nut, into the top end. And you're like, right, game over. Like that. That's oh. transferred to the next round. They've sent them packing. How do Switzerland come back and? Score two goals and, and they missed a penalty as well. They could have had a and they, missed, they could have been they could have been two nil up and somehow they go three one down. You're like, ah, oh, well they fucked themselves now and just yeah, yeah. All of a sudden they're they're somehow in the quarterfinals against a very weak looking Spain in my opinion. Regardless of Spain's previous results, I know they've they put five past Croatia and Slovakia, but I don't know. I just feel like they haven't come across an like a, a tough opponent. I feel like the Swiss will be tough for Spain. But really... Then again, why am I predicting? I don't know. We we shouldn't. We should actually <laughs> predict what we don't think, and that'll probably come through. So yeah, here's uh, one now. The I, I showed you two the bet I had last night. The old oh, England to go. win without conceding. I, a goal. I actually I got a few <laughs> messages uh, from people saying, "Is like, do you have any more betting tips?" I was like. It, this is honestly the worst podcast to listen to if you are trying to win any sort if of If I money. tell you, if I tell you it's sunny on this podcast, bring a fucking umbrella. That's how reliable I am anyway. It's my luck of the week. No, yeah. like, there's oh, no almighty. there's no reason you should be listening to us for it. But anyways, Chris, go on about your bet. Did they? I literally at the start of the round of sixteen, I, I threw on about like twenty one euro bets, just all the random shite ones that like oh, could possibly pay off. But You're a fucking mess. I have two left. One of them is well, actually no, one of them's gone anyway because I had Kante to win player of the player of the tournament because of course France are fucking out now. That's gone. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I have one left that was a hundred to one, and it was England to win the tournament without conceding a goal, and. So right far, now, so good. with Ukraine, with Ukraine, and then if they win that game, they play the winner of was it Denmark and uh, Denmark and someone who was and Czechs, it? the Czechs, yeah, Czech, Czech and Denmark. So if they beat Ukraine, one nil, two nil, who knows? Go through to Denmark, Czech Republic, one nil, two nil. All they have to do then is beat either Spain, Switzerland, Belgium, or Italy in the final. I, it should be Italy. Yeah, it should I think be. It should Italy. be. But going back to the whole England not conceding a goal thing, it will be the Ukraine game that they will go 1-0 down. And they might win. They probably will win and come back. But it's the kind of game that England Shit would just hate. love to go behind in. Yeah. Like Yarmolenko fucking puts an absolute world in. Score, Trevor, go. Yeah, like and yeah. England will do their usual comeback with like 10 minutes to go and get three goals or something. Yeah, it's I... true. But the, the thing is, the seven at the back, the whole seven at the back thing, you know, as you were saying, Connor, like five at the back and then two CDMs, they're, they're not very likely to concede a goal. So, yeah. If they win the tournament, it'll be shit for all of our Irish, the Irish supporters now. It'll be but 100 beans Chris, in your pocket. Chris could be 100 beans up, you know what I mean? You fucking so we'll West Brit, if you celebrate this, I'll never speak no, I won't to celebrate. You I'll be I won't really celebrate it, but I will be buying uh, a few nice things for myself. Pints for all the lads. Pints for all the lads. You know what I mean? We'll all go into the house with sorrow pints. Um, here's, here's a question. How many celebrations can Paul Pogba fit in one goal? Because I swear <laughs> that fella was, he was fucking jitterbugging and finger pointing and arm swinging. Toe tapping. Toe tapping and fucking all night he was. Like what? I don't know. I and He now, was pressing all the buttons. He was, press, he was pressing every button known to man on that big old keyboard he has. But here, here's my question. And I didn't know this was a, a thing. But there's, I, I don't know, Connor was saying something about... Um, 
or somebody was saying something about like a, a bit of drama going on off the pitch. The fucking French team can't, like, they can't help themselves but no. hate one another when they no. lose. Apparently, Rabio's mom has been, like, putting Mbappe on blast. And I was like, well, what significance does that have? Apparently, his mom is his agent as well. Like, he's Rabio's agent. So, and then Benzema <laughs> is also jumping on that bandwagon. And so are a few other players. Like, they, they can't help themselves. And, uh, oh, Marty, I haven't heard that, man. Yeah, no, they've been they have been like blah, putting each other on blast on Twitter for like the last day or so. But uh, not only that, do you know the do you know the way Benzema wasn't in the squad originally? The whole yeah, sex he, tape he, scandal, wasn't it? He, it was the whole sex sex tape scandal. That was it. But the apparently he just when that happened, he wrote to every french and spanish newspaper giving multiple different reasons why deschamps wouldn't uh claim he was the racist and he claimed like he was that. racist and so but yeah. uh, am i miss is i think he's like turkish or something Kareem like, is half turkish yeah. is he half turkish is that the, yeah. is that uh, where so he some, he's from? got some turkish line anyway i know like this yeah yeah but the thing turkish is ha- like there's not a single like fully blooded frenchman on the team besides like one i remember looking this up and it was like it showed the family tree and like if you go back to like their grandparents half of the team or more than half of the team's parents aren't from france so like there's like there's no real claim why why that should be there but like yeah i don't know it's it's kind of sad to storming see. A, storming a teacup, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, no, think, there's, uh, there's no real reason there. Trying to make something out of nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'll ask you one last question. Totally. And uh, who... Who's winning this? <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to ask that because, Jesus Christ, I've asked that three different times. I've got three different answers France, and none of them are coming France, through. France have fought oh, their God. way back into the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> it's Rabio's mum here. Yeah. <laughs> Run for your lives. Um, Power of Mino Riola and Rabio's mother. They've somehow managed to swindle their way back into the semis. <laughs> if anybody could, it would be those two. Um, yeah. No, I remember Chris said this on... Um, the last episode but um oh no I fucking forgot it i was laughing too hard at rabio's mom um <laughs> say, the best. happens to all of us we all I do tell tend you, to I, laugh at rabio's mother from time to time and i'd forget about the crucial point that i was going to yeah. make. oh yeah chris said i think it was on the first or the second episode that don't you think that the best teams should qualify into the euros and like you have superstars like Haaland and stuff not getting in I think this has been like the perfect example of why like you you can take everything for granted and have it all thrown out the window because like the who would have thought Switzerland would have done that to France who thought that yeah. the Czech Republic and Denmark would have gotten this far like Ukraine that were the worst of the third places are now in the quarterfinals like I think True. it's I think it's a really good system that they have going but I think I think it's just funny how like three weeks can pass and like every opinion that we could have possibly had has now been undercut by this <laughs> tournament and it's, made us all look s- like a bunch of assholes. It's a good system up until you get to Group F, and then because yeah. of that whole fiasco of those three teams getting out of the group, Portugal, France, and Germany getting out of the group, it completely skews one side of the bracket. Yeah, and like you look, you look at 
the overall bracket back when like the Netherlands and stuff were still in the Netherlands had arguably a very very easy run to a semi-final yeah but obviously yeah. They, they, but, they butchered it but like you look at the likes of Italy Italy get to the round of 16 out of their group and they play Austria which isn't they only won 2-1 yeah, but no, then they've got to go on and play time. Belgium and if they win that then they have to play I Spain, or Switzerland. Spain, or Spain or Switzerland. Like, like it's 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 not like. But then you look at Czech Republic and Denmark, and it's the quarterfinal. One of them is getting to a semi-final. Um, arguably yeah. their games were a lot easier. Like Denmark had Wales in the round of sixteen, and they trolloped them. It, it's yeah. yeah. It, 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 I suppose it swings both ways. But another thing that I didn't, I thought it was a bit of a cop out when Wales got beaten like five nil or however many goals it was, 4-0, 5-0 by Denmark, and they were given out. One, I think it was the, it wasn't the captain because that's Bale, but one of the players was giving out that the amount of home games like is crazy for one team, and then a team like Wales has to tra- travel over like 15,000 kilometers like back and forth. It's mm. And I didn't, I didn't think that was the case until Germany had to go to Wembley. Because yeah. it, you start to think like, well, that's hardly fair that they get to play yeah. every single one in their home ground. Like, and I know COVID has like so many different. I See, suppose, the thing is that England Germany game was meant to be played in the Aviva, actually. Uh, right, funny well. enough, but but obviously NFET and our government are incapable of organizing a tea party, let alone a football match. So. Oh, we were the, still the only country in Europe that doesn't have inside dining. Let that sit no. in, please. Anyway, back to the program. <laughs> back, to, back to the footy. Um, I, I won't ask who do you think will win. Ah, yeah, yeah. This meeting will end 10 minutes. Give us a break, will you? Um, I'm not going to ask what, like, who do you think will win, but I will ask who do you think is the player of the tournament so far? Ooh. Good question. Very good question. Because you probably don't know half of them. My my, my mind racks straight to like France and Germany players of that caliber. Uh, Do you know what? I'm going to fucking say Schick. I've really liked (laughs) I like like it. I've liked Patrick Mm. Schick. Just because he's he's consistently scored. He's he's scoring in nearly every game he's played in. There's no reason to say. I'm pretty sure he probably is one of the top scorers of the tournament. No, no reason. To say he's not worthy of a player of the tournament. Depending I, on I, completely Denmark. Agree. I completely but agree. Patrick Patrick Schick has definitely stood out for me because I I won't lie, I, like a lot of the things we talked about on this podcast, I hadn't a fucking clue who he was yeah. or anything about him. But like he's really come like to the world stage and just kind of shown people what he's about. And I think yeah, he's yeah. a good player. I, I agree. Completely agree. Christopher. Yeah, I was going to say either Lukaku or Benzema. Benzema's gone now, so they'll say mm. the rest of the tournament are going probably won't get that. But Benzema did score a lot of goals, to be fair, for a last-minute substitution in. And uh, yeah. Lukaku looked a bit poor now the last night, but in the round of 16, he scored a good few goals. and It was looking quite sharp, but I suppose we have now three more games to play if they're both going to get to the final. Sorry, only Belgium are going to get to the final, so... Yeah. No one else really I can think of. Um, you could say maybe one of England's back three, maybe Stones, because mm. they haven't even conceded a goal yet. But they've been yeah. poor all around, to be honest. But yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. And actually, as you mentioned that, with Benzema and I mentioned Schick, they're both second top goal scorers of the tournament. Who's both have scored four, uh, four goals. Ronaldo with five uh, goals. Five. And assists. Okay. Mm. Well, Schick, Schick I did can't say. break that. Shit can break, and yeah. I feel like he very well could if he keeps going the way he's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, four goals, he's and he's 
like apart from and obviously Sweden are as well because Forsberg was tied second as well with four goals, uh, but he's gone. So I mean, it's only really Sterling that can catch him. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say Sterling, but like they haven't had tough enough teams, in my opinion, to warrant him getting uh, my player of the tournament. I was going to say Schick, but I'm going to say Insigne or mm. Locatelli, even though yeah, Locatelli didn't actually start the um, Austria game. Uh, I thought he was really good. And also, like, you can say Sommer as well, like the keeper for Switzerland. Like, they they, yeah. they all have yeah. a good claim on it. Yeah. We, me and Chris were talking about how good the keepers were in this ter- uh, tournament, but like there's been some equally shocking moments like from each keeper Dubravka bloody Jesus uh, the, the fucking Spain Spain own goal as well Petri passing oh, back stop. to the keeper what sorry yeah oh. what the fuck was that like uh, I don't even know man that, that's a case of just right safe ball back to the keeper and we'll turn it like I already guarantee you Pedri passed that ball and turned his back started jogging up towards the halfway <laughs> yeah yeah. Next, you know yeah. He fucking refs pointing to the centre circle and he's gone what the fuck's gone wrong there keepers <laughs> had a fucking howler oh my god yeah, I, yeah. there's been I some don't, he choked it back to him to be very fucking belted the thing but, but if he if he didn't yeah. take the touch it would have gone out if he, yeah, it actually, he took the touch and it rolled in. I oh, don't Jesus. know, but like Jesus, not like you can't even come up with an excuse to like defend no. the goalkeeper. Like it's a fucking pass back. Just cunt, like keep your eye on the ball, son, and control it with your side of your foot. I could fucking do it. Mm. I haven't touched a football in about seven years. Well, there you go. There you go. So I mean, I don't know. Look, it happens. They they got lucky. They won. They won. Well, I say they got lucky. They beat an aging Croatia team quite comfortably in the end. Geriatrics. Really, yeah. They made they made it much harder for themselves than they had to. But sure, look, that's football. Right. Well, that's another one wrapped up. I I don't know what else they could have in store for us uh, next week. At this rate, England could be out from some Ukraine magic. Uh, Schick could be leading goal scorer you know anything could happen so um geez that's another they're flying we're flying through them lads we're oh, fucking true, flying man. through them a lot of when good are we uh, when are we starting the uh, love island podcast is my question tonight you'd have more luck getting my girlfriend on here to do that than uh i haven't been watching it that i actually i would admit if i was but i haven't um and it's probably all the better for me it's just like they're all very ugly <laughs> Chris, you're ugly. Are we talking about yeah. the Euros still or the yeah. <laughs> Euros? Or it's all ugly. It's all incredibly ugly. All the teams all very ugly. Pandev They're all ugly. He's, that's a Pandev. That's a... Pandev wins my Mister Euros. <laughs> my Mister Euros. That's that's oh, a sad. a bold claim. I'm sure. Not that I've seen Adam. any of them, but They're not ugly. We should do a 2019 Love Island rewatch and then right. do a podcast for that. I was going to be like, Chris hey, I. There, there should be a, there should be a, a Love Island uh, podcast out there, but they have an episode every night. Like, would your foot, Jesus, the voice is cracking. Very you'd want to be, thing. you'd want to be doing like a weekly roundup, I suppose, of the the actually roundup. I, I can barely keep up with football. Never mind an hour yeah. of that. I just, I don't have it in me. I don't have it in me. The only uh, texts I'm getting are from my bank to tell me I'm spending too much money. The only <laughs> texts I'm getting is from fake calls saying that the HSE needs your card number because you've got COVID. I mean, the That's fake calls call. keep coming. The fa- oh, it's a, it's a real calls. This, this is from the Department <laughs> of Social Protection. <laughs> We're coming for you. Oh, no. 
Uh, listen, lads, thanks again. No bother. Well, pleasure well, to have me on. Ah, sure. Look, we love having you on. There's been messages coming in saying that they some people love it, and then there's some people saying that they uh, they're not a big fan. And to those good. people, I say fuck off. So there you go. Good. Fuck Very off. Good. Fuck football the Brexit means football Brexit. If you don't football. let you know where door is. <laughs> you know where yeah. the door is. <laughs> right. Well, well, we'll stop the recording there. Goodbye, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you. Later.